are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. This is a weekend podcast show. I uh, got some stories and some things I want to talk about. And uh, hope you enjoy them. First off, if you haven't heard that story about the black dude who was shot by the officer because she went into the wrong house and said if she was mistakenly thinking that it was her apartment, you know, we all think like, man, that's kind of bad. Nah, ain't nothing to worry about. Dude knew that chick. This is when swirling goes wrong, people. And that's how he got shot. And as I said, you know, in uh, my po- uh, recent podcast, Racism Soft Targets, y'all keep believing that laying up with these people is going to be the answer. They must <laughs> got selective memory. Because I know I've been tipsy many times. But I've never pulled a weapon out on someone or entered someone's apartment that I didn't know. If anything, if it got to that point, my ass would have probably sat there on the steps and said, you know, I think I'm going to chill for a minute until I can figure out my, you know, where I'm going and get my bearings. But no, nah, this chick knew this black dude. And come to find a dude in the church. <laughs> Bet he didn't see that coming. Just like that dad who had the five-year-old Adopted white son didn't know when that blade hit that gut. Oh, I love you. See, this is the thing. All jokes aside, this is the thing about what swirling goes wrong. And you don't get to hear these stories. You hear that, oh, she did this. Or, oh, this is that. They try to downplay. You know, come on now. Like like your boy on CNN, Vern Jordan, he's he going to get a divorce. His wife finna take him for half. Cause Vernon ain't that star anymore. See the, the political climate is changing. And when you when your when your star starts to descend, you'll stop. And <laughs> she finna get ready to leave. She's taking the kids and half of the money. See, this is when swirling goes wrong. That was said, you keep thinking that this swirling stuff is gonna help you people. Keep thinking that laying up with them. Even having having children, well, you think that's going to save you. No, they're they taking you one way. If they ain't killing black men, they're taking black men for their money. Hmm. And black women. Black women, y'all going to be next, too. So I'm going to get theirs taken, too. So, and another uh, topic I wanted to talk about, and it just came to mind, like, <clears throat> excuse me. When had it came fashionable for young men? To dress up for other young men on the street corner. Hmm. Somebody give me a uh, an answer to that. Because I'm seeing more and more young black men dating. I mean, not dating. <laughs> excuse me. They might as well. Dressing up for other guys out here. Just posting up on the street corner. Bust ass Negroes. Just, just, just standing around. Looking fresh like with no place to go. Ain't no girls. 
Ain't nothing. It's just guys just hanging out. Man. On time, I, you know, you know, coming up on time, you got dressed up. Is when you see some girls come, like, hey, for an impressive girl, like, yo, that's somebody I ain't know. Let me go in there and put on a, a quick outfit right quick. Of course, wash your ass, but you know, go in there, straighten up, tidy up. Hey, hey, sweetie, how you doing? Now you seeing niggas standing around dressed to the nine, all decked out from head to toe, hanging out with other dudes. They are, they, you dressing up for other guys. To get their compliment. That's some sick crap. But see, that's that demasculization of black men. Because real men wouldn't do that. I don't do that. I, mean, I used to have a friend who tried to do that. And I'm like, he used to come on and try to, try to uh, make me feel kind of bad. Because, you know, I mean, you, every time I see you got on plain clothes. You know, plain clothes. Like, yeah, dude, I'm not going anywhere. So why the hell don't put on my best clothes to sit out here and talk to your busted ass? Crazy. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? All right, step. Oh, you going somewhere? Nah, man, I'm just hanging. Nah, I don't do that. I never did. I think that's the most stupidest thing. For people to see what you got for they can eventually like, oh, when you do go somewhere, oh, we're going to follow this fool. We're going to get him. We're going to take him. That's what we're going to do. See? But now it, it, it's fashionable to see young dudes out here, you know, dressing up. For other dudes. That's stupid. I don't, I'm going to go back to the swirling thing in a minute. But I just want to know why is that so popular? Why is that so popular to see other dudes dress up for other dudes who are broke, busted, just like you. And ain't got nowhere to go. And then, you, and then on, on another thing, you got, peop, you got other busters standing around who come over your house just to hang out. Posted out in front of your house, your crew, <laughs> and y'all ain't doing nothing. I, man, I never, ever, ever like that. If I'm not going anywhere, mm -mm, put on my best. But when I do dress up, boy, you know it's got to be something. It got, it got to be something important. I ain't never dressed up for no dude. Okay, I barely want to come outside most of the time with. Mess with dude like, man, what you coming over here for? Where you going, man? Oh, man, I'm just, you know, coming to see you. Dude, you ain't got to do all that. I used to I used to tell my friend, like, dude, you ain't got to dress up for me. Dude, hey, you know, we boys. What's up? You right up the street. Hey. Nah, man, you know, I, you know I'm know, i just dressing. You know, I just feel like putting on something. All right, dude. Okay. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's just something that I just want to throw out this weekend. That kind of question, like, you know, why do these young men are now dressing up for each other? And not dressing up for these females. But I kind of answer my question. Is the demasculization of black men. And now it's getting fashionable. For, uh, for you to hang out with your boys. That's how that, that feminine crap kick in. Because men don't do that. We say what we need to say. Hang, go, whatever. You know. And there's nothing wrong with hanging out with your boys. But when it gets started getting to that point. Where you got to dress up for them and all that stuff. Yeah, that's borderline feminist crap right there. You're getting a little faggoty right there. Don't bother with that, John. But as I was saying, I'm going to go back to the first part of this session of this podcast about swirling. And I say, this is why we as black people need to stop self-hating ourselves. Because, see, this is the bad part about interracial relationships that we don't see. We see all the benefit of, well, 
you know, what we think are benefits. And then you get this here on the download or you get a hint from a secondhand, third or fourth uh, editorial somewhere underneath the radar that, hey, so-and-so getting, uh, getting divorced. And you're like, hey, man, I thought y'all was the picture of everything. Got kids, got a career, got a house, got this. Wow, I, I think you're going to get divorced like that. But they get divorced because, again, black people, you only have a shelf life. You're crash dummy. Coons, bed winches, bed bucks. Y'all don't, you, you just there for a time being. And once you serve that time, you out of here. Like Tiger Wood. Tiger Wood met this chick. Chick was a nanny. Got half of that money. And like you, hey, I feel like this here. If you want to give people your money, come and give it to me. I'll need it. Hell, hell, I probably won't even leave you. <laughs> Don't, you know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. But this is what you do when you get caught up thinking that the grass is greener on the other side when it's not. This is what you get when you start thinking that you can do this and then someone says, no, you can't. Not here. There's rules you have to play. And you cross that line, you got to get. So Vernon Jordan, hey, he's, he's gone into the, into the history, cool history books as being set down by his blonde, blue-eyed wife. Same thing like, uh, like, like uh, Sheriff Clark. All these folk, all, all these men, and, and, and it's going to be some women too. Some of these, you know, these, these bed winches are going to start falling, coming on up out of there. You're already seeing stuff unwrapped. Swirling with your enemy doesn't help you, people. It only makes you like a fool later on. Especially when you got to go and give up half of what you think, oh, and I say again, what you think you earned. And then you got to give up your kids. And then if some of them might, don't want you to have kids, have uh, visiting rights with your children. See, I mean, you bet, you know, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, keep thinking that. I can't do that. And I know all the bad things about, well, you do this, 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 with this black chip. Yeah. But hey, it, it all depends on how you, how the perception of whatever it is. You know, it's bad over there. It's bad over here. It's just the bad over there. It's more cleaned up. The bad over here, you get what you're going to get right when you see it. But the choice is up to you when you're dealing with people. It's like, you know, one of my producers and I was talking about when you approach a woman and you start telling the woman what you can do for her. I got this, 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 this. Then that woman sit there and hold you to this, 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 and that. You know, you can't get mad when she take you for it. But if you walk to a woman straight up, say, hey, I'm hit, I'm this. And I spent that, but don't, you know, I ain't going beyond that. The choice is yours. You give her the right to even say yeah and nay. If she choose, she already know what she's finna get. There's no hidden motive. But when you start talking about, hey, baby, I could do this. I got this. I just got this promotion. I do this. I'm doing this. I'm just that, that, that. When you start doing all this mess here and making yourself that, that like I said, money makes even the ugliest Negro. Negro attractive and when they think you got some they come a knocking but when they get tired of you you out in the cold this this is the 
the cycle of coonering. Hell, this is a cycle of in relationship here when you come there, right? But especially with coons, it's bad when you see all these folks up here, they loving and cheesing with their significant white spouse, and next thing you know, hey, somebody finna get kicked out. What? Hey, you know they getting divorced? Yep. I thought that was the picture of happiness. Mm-mm. They got to go. They, they got to get up out of here. They ain't changed their tune. You're not the flavor of the week anymore. You're done. And that's all. It, it was just a roll in the hay. I got what I wanted. I got a little mileage out of you. <laughs> You're out of here. Now I'm going to move on and do something else. Find me either someone else or I'm going to roll solo for a minute until all this of you fade away and then I turn around and flip back into it. And, and which the, most of them do anyway. They flip back and marry somebody who's white or, some, or they'll date some other dude that is white for a minute, you know, and keep it moving. Or they date some other woman, same thing. I mean, and people say, well, that's life. No, that's not life. That's, you have to think about what you do. When you're dealing with people and you sit here and you promote one thing and then all of a sudden you go to people could have, you know, quit to say, well, that's marriage and everything. Like, nah, nah, you know, and, and most of these, you know, interracial things, it ain't, it ain't nothing about that. It's just the fact that now you're not that, not that flavor anymore. And Vernon and Jordan, he got that, he ain't that flavor. That dude who got popped, he wasn't that flavor no more. Dude who got stabbed. He wasn't that, about his, uh, his son, uh, his adopted son, he wasn't that flavor no more. See, these incidents are showing you, but we brushed them off as just run-of-the-mill incidents. I'm not saying there ain't no violence among us that do the same, but, you know, as much as I can, I can recall, I don't, I haven't seen any too many stories of, you know, um, too many women, you know, just breaking in your house, killing their husband, or mistaking or, or dating their, their boyfriend and mistaking this apartment. And that you can't really use that. I mean, yeah, you might get into an argument, but eh, I never, that's something new to me. But it kind of reminded me of this story, this other story of, uh, of swirling with this dude was dating this, uh, this chick online. And he had it went out with her. And brought her back to his house. His five-year-old daughter was in the next room. If you ever heard, if you remember that story? And they did the do. She went home. Hours later, she came back with her real boyfriend and a friend. And they killed that dude in his apartment. Just a room away from his daughter. See, I, I uh, you know, I, I mm, like I said, it's rolls on both ends, people, but. At least when you see, when you know it's one of you, you know what time it is. See, it's something about when we date, as uh, people date outside our race, if we start getting this this romanticizing fantasy type crap that they better, and then when they come and they do some shit to us, it's like, okay, you know, it's not, it's like we allow them to do this stuff to us, but we wouldn't allow it to do it if we was in our own midst of our own people. Like I said, again, if I was to come in and call my wife a B, instantly my wife would respond to me and say, who the hell are you talking to? But if 
my, you know, not saying my wife would, but just saying if I was with another woman, she married a dude, or if it had been a sister married to a white dude or dating, he come in and say that, it's like, oh, honey, you, you know, you just had a bad day. We tend to take on, try to accommodate other people for their misgivings. But if we do it to each other, we ready to go to the fist to cuss blows. I'm going to get my brother. Somebody going to get my uncle or something. Somebody ain't going, somebody going to the morgue tonight. We, we tend to do that crazy stuff. And that's the, the real dangerous part of dating interracial. That we kind of romanticize that these folks are better. We kind of build it up like they're better, they're smarter, they're beautiful. Uh, we can tolerate them more. And then when they get into their <laughs> animalistic uh, uh, nature to attack and put in or destroy us, we still want to love them. But we don't do that if we were to do that to each other. And like, man, I'm going to kill that nigga tonight. The shoe, I'm going to get that wench. She gone. I wish she would come in here like that. So... I mean, I just had to, you know, bring these these couple of things that was on my mind. And just, uh, you know, like I said, for real, someone, you know, ask yourself the question, you know, why is it so important for dudes to, A, dress up for other guys? They're bums. You're dressing up for other buster-ass niggas who ain't got nothing. I remember, um, like I said, my friend used to do that. And I, he's like, dude, you know, don't come around here like that, man. You know, shit, you know, you're going somewhere, you go somewhere. Don't come around every time this dude used to come out the house dressed up fly. I'm like, dude, you're just going to the store. You know, I was raised, and I still, I'm still like this to this day, that I have certain clothes that I put on, my, my comfortable clothes. We call them comfortable clothes or around the house or things that you kind of use and just throw on real quick. And then I have my going out. Clothes or my business clothes, business attire, and so forth. And I still do that to this day. You know, people look at me like, yo, man, you ain't, you know, I got young young dudes looking at me like, man, you ain't this. But, man, I, you know, hey, even in my comfortable clothes, I still look better than you. Because I, it's how I carry myself. I ain't trying to impress this fool who you're standing next to. That might be your boyfriend. Possibly. Because a lot of these boys now, they, hey, like, they, they loving boys more than they loving girls. But, hey. Who, what do I know? I'm just saying. You know, and the same thing like women. Most women, use, women are dressed up for other women. It, it's, it's, it's a backwards way of thinking when the, the opposite sex dress up for the same people of the same sex. You know, I've um, seen other women dress up for other women, but they wouldn't dress up for their men. Men said, hey, man, I ain't never seen that outfit. Oh, honey, you, you weren't paying no attention, you know. And they it, be all in the house, and you're like, you got a damn fashion show in here. You don't do that for me. <laughs> See, it, it's, it's, it's something missing there. So, people are going to have to kind of tighten up. But, as um, I said again, hey, y'all brothers and sisters, ex-brothers and sisters out here who's swirling, and y'all think that grass is green? Hey, you keep going out there rolling that dice, man. You keep playing that Russian roulette. You keep chancing it. Keep doing it. And like I said, I don't feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for none of the, none of the examples I've given you 
in this podcast. I don't feel bad. Now people say that's, that's spiteful and hateful. It's not. Because again, you have to learn that you can't do certain things. I mean, I, even if you was to date someone of the same sex, I still, you can come to, my, come to my house. I can't do that. I mean, we had to get a hotel or something. No. And nowadays, among black folks, you know, folks out here, it's too many diseases, stuff out here right now. But, you know, that's just an, that's another subject to talk about. Stick, <laughs> stick to the topic. The main topic, you know, is swirling is dangerous, people. It's not good. It's what you think it is. It's all a myth. Everything that you see with interracial relations are myth. Don't give me that crap that you love them because, again, you can go on YouTube right now. There's a dude, one dude that's on an interracial relationship. He tell you it's not healthy. It's not good for you. They used to take, they used to have interracial videos on YouTube. They, most of them took them all down. And I've mentioned it in several of my earlier shows where the spouse who is mostly white will talk down to the person who's black and the black person was sitting there, okay, whatever. Hainsworth, that's another example. Y'all keep running around here doing this stuff, man. Swing, 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 and chop, chop, chop. That's what's going to happen to you. Well, uh, that's all I have to say on this podcast, this episode. I want to just say again, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening to me. Hopefully you enjoy the shows. And again, if you have any show ideas or any topics that you would like for Mr. Q to talk about, shoot me an email and I'll do the research and bring them on there. Until then, talk to you next time. This is your host, Mr. Q, The War Machine. I'm out. This was The War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.